Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. That song and lead in is when we talk to the sports editors of the Grand Forks Herald. Wayne Nelson used to be our longtime Friday guest, and now it's moved to Tom Miller, who's now sports editor of the Grand Forks Herald. I've been perusing the digital copy this morning, and uh, first of all, before we um, get too far ahead, I guess we have to say happy anniversary, happy anniversary, happy anniversary, happy anniversary. How many years for Tom Miller and his lovely bride? Oh, oh. Uh, 20, 20, 2017. Okay. 2017 to 20, I don't know, six years. But it falls on an open week. Yeah, it's a miracle. Oh. I, uh, <laughs> idiots who get married in the fall and yeah. you know, we uh, celebrated it, so it worked out this year. Oh, wow. good, good for you guys. Uh, that's that's wonderful. It may never happen again. You just you, you take it. Take your one. Everybody gets one. But uh, let's let's go back. It's already been uh, a week's time since uh, North Dakota's visit to Boise. It didn't go as planned from the standpoint of it's no shame losing to Boise. But I think we all left. I think the team felt. I think the coaching staff felt. I think observers like ourselves felt. And I just don't think North Dakota put its best foot forward on the day to really get its best gauge from its own kind of uh, – errors and different things that it was trying to overcome. It was just too much against a, a Boise State team that is good. And what were your thoughts? Yeah, you know, I, I thought the exact same thing. You know, you you maybe could leave a, an FCS-FBS matchup at 42-18 and say to yourself, uh, yeah, okay, that sounds about right. Um, but, you know, just the, the way that North Dakota had so many self-inflicted wounds um, and, and FBS opponents will stress you to make mistakes. However, things like an extra point or things like snapping, um, you know, some of the ill-timed turnovers, um, some of those things just felt so self-inflicted and a little bit at times out of character that uh, um, I got to feel like North Dakota felt like they just kind of missed an opportunity a little bit to um, whether or not it was a victory or just a, a, a real scare into an FBS opponent. Um, leaving it at a 42-18, uh, that, that, didn't, that didn't feel to me like the gap of talent between those two squads. Yeah, yeah, I would agree. It just felt a bit unsatisfying. Uh, you know, you, it, you just wanted to be in the fight, and I just felt like it, there's mm-hmm. too many things that were disruptive to allow that to happen uh, effectively last Saturday. The only other thing I was going to mention, um, you know, I'm not even going to talk about, you know, the... the the snaps, because I mean, the, too much has been talked about that already. We we know that was an odd, that was a weird day. It wasn't where it's been the first couple games. The thing I do want to talk about is a lot of people have mentioned this to me over the years, and I've kind of just let it go. But 
Place kicking is becoming a more of a question mark than it's ever been in a long time. And I I don't know what to say about it other than it's a real head-scratcher to me. And uh, you, you hope something, some elixir happens because missing extra points, that's uh, that's not something that we're accustomed to here. And at the college level, you got to be able to make those. You're not kicking them from the 35 or anything like that. It, it's, one of, it's one of those things where it's uh, just really odd. And uh, that's something that really probably has to come along uh, quickly here as we get into, into the Missouri Valley football conference season. Yeah, well, you, you and I have been following North Dakota football long enough to know that you know what? What was the era? Um, Cameron Paterka to Glass, Reed Taubenheim. Yeah, exactly. You know, I'm, yeah. I'm just talking from the start to the finish. Correct. You know, that's, yeah, that's that's mid '90s to mid 2010s, probably. I don't know how long <laughs> has it been since Reed Taubenheim has been around. Oh, probably and, longer than and honestly, longer than I realized. But they had Zeb you know, Miller. Had, Zeb Miller could kick Paterka, it. Yeah. Yep. Zeb Miller, Paterka, Glass, uh, the kid from Fargo North. Yeah, uh, Brandon Hellevang. Yeah, um, you know there was a stretch there for gosh, that's twenty twenty five years of um, you know really quality, consistent kicking, and um, that's just not where UND is right now. And I, you, you have to wonder whether this bye week is used um, as an opportunity to see what the what else you have. Mm. You know, what do they have? Four kickers in camp now. Yeah. Um, and and I and I would just say that I, like I say I, it, it's nothing against any one individual. It's just that it it again I think we've been a little jaded because we've never really had such a disruption and and we've we've come uh, accustomed to you know uh, kicking to be fairly effective and successful. But this has been a, a bit of an unusual run to say the least. And uh, I it and like I say I mean um, you know I I I look at you know. When you're a special teams coordinator, well, uh, I'll be honest with you, Coach Kostich will give everything he possibly can, but a lot of this stuff is like special kicking specialist coaches and stuff like that, that those are yeah. hired uh, gurus in the summertime for these individuals and stuff like that. I And I don't know that there's any time for that, so it's just going to be a very interesting thing to see develop over the next several weeks. Yeah, it, it, like you, I'm glad you mentioned that because it uh, to the maybe the common college football follower, uh, you know, you might shake a fist at a special teams coordinator, and I think it's a it's a, a far more elaborate um, question and answer process yes. than just uh, um, you know pointing a the finger there. <laughs> yeah, I, I I always kind of shake my head when somebody says that to me because I'm like, I don't think you quite understand the world of kickers. It's kind of like a golfer; they have their own swing coach. They really do, and yeah. uh, and and that they. Uh, you know, it's not necessarily the head golf coach at a college because you want to know what a head golf coach does at a college. They probably contact each individual player's swing coach. They're not making any changes if, because their college golf coach tells them to. They're they're making a change if their swing coach tells them to. So, who, yeah. Who is the Red River tennis coach? You said his most important job was driving the team to the meet. Yeah, that's that's exactly. Was that uh, <laughs> yeah, exactly exactly? So anyway, I think that needs to be stated too. I, I thought you had yeah. some really neat um, write ups here today in the digital edition. If I may, kind of take us down the road a little bit. Um, I thought uh, Abby had a, a great write up on the Connie Labarsky passing. Uh, really some neat things in that article for people that can remember in the Wayback Machine how special it was for Argyle as its own town at that juncture 
to win a 1981 state football championship. And a really nice article with so many people uh, contributing to some thoughts and to regards of that that group and how they still got together uh, due to Coach Labarski. So I thought that was a really neat story to run. Yeah, um, Abby did a great job with it. Uh, got a lot of respect for the Labarski family. Um, you know, the only one I really know is, is Nevin over at Sacred Heart, who, yeah. was, um, who was over at Stephen Argyle through himself for a while. Um, but, uh, you know, sounds like uh, quite, quite, the, quite the family, well-respected in that community. Yeah, really good piece. And then you wrote a little bit about uh, the upcoming game between uh, East Grand Forks as they continue to try to put their stamp on things with a big one here against Fergus Falls and the Otters tonight. And uh, and the other thing to watch with the high school football scene now, with Central getting such a pivotal win, and they have uh, an open week themselves this week against Red River, Red River's second-half schedule with that loss could prove problematic and, and difficult. It's, it's a really interesting turn of events there as well as we move forward in the greater Grand Fork schedule for Red River the rest of the way. Exactly. You're absolutely right. I mean, Central schedule, you know, they went through. They've already played North, South, Jamestown, um, Red River. So, you know, you, they just walk through the one, two, three, four, five, essentially. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, and, and, and Red River now... After after losing to Central, a team that I, I thought they should have beat just based on resumes. Mm-hmm. Um, now you turn around and you play West Fargo Cheyenne because maybe you know the schedules are still a little funky. Um, the number three team in Class AAA, so that's going to be a handful for you. Uh, and then you have Fargo North, so you're looking at um, you know you, you might have thought that you were going to start the season five and zero, but now you're looking at uh, a pretty easy route to four and three. To be honest here. Yeah, it, it's you know it's fun to follow, uh, kind of the like sands through the hourglass or the days of our lives uh, of Greater Grand Forks football right now, especially on the Grand Forks side of the river. Very interesting to see how this progresses uh, the rest of the way. I know we'll be following uh, high school girls golf as they get into their uh, you know uh, conference uh, final seasons, regional events, and stuff like that. That that's been the one-two duo. I've been following it carefully in the Herald from time to time between Davies and Red River. So I, I, that actually might be um, some good write-ups along the way as they get into their uh, you know, conference final and their regional final and then the state tournament. That, that may continue. Yeah, and, and luckily for, for us in Grand Forks, uh, I, I believe EDC and State are here. Mm. Um, and, and we'll also be sending Abby Sharp to, to Mapleton. Um, the Class, North Dakota Class B Girls Golf Tournament is there. And um, I think there's some special Hatton Northwoods stories out of their golf program uh, to be told out of there. So yeah, that's, uh, that's kind of our hope here. Wow, that's uh, that's really cool as well. Yeah, it's I mean, like I say, you think about the major team sports gobbling up a lot of headlines from volleyball and 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 things of that nature, football. But uh, don't you know sleep on you know your boys tennis, obviously with the Grand Forks schools and uh, girls soccer with East Grand Forks and. Uh, things of that nature, and and then you man- mentioned girls golf from the the B story side of it, and also the uh, the Class A side of it. Really, a lot of good storylines here in the coming weeks ahead. Um, let's let's talk a little bit about just from a an overview of major college football. The Pac-12 apparently having their swan song, unreal things happening there, um, and I just love to follow these storylines. 
Like, how many teams do they have rated right now? And the and the conference is going bye bye here in just mere months. It's 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 quite an interesting thing just to be a casual observer who loves all things yeah. college football. It's really a bizarre story. Yeah, uh, the the Pac twelve or what was or is yeah. um, is is a fantastic league this year, and um, you know it's it's wild to watch. You know, kind of the the collapse of our, you know, uh, traditional memories of, of, of major conferences, whether it's the big 10, the big 12, you know, PAC 12, you know, as there's been shuffling, it's, uh, it's just sure been strange to see. And then, you know, you, you almost just feel like it's really not over, you know, it's not, yeah. settled. um, you know, it, w- will they be able to execute, you know, um, <laughs> Operating on both coasts, if you're the Big Ten <laughs> or the can ACC, you, uh, can, can you be in in you know it, that's great West Conference stuff there. You you got New Jersey Tech on one side and <laughs> Texas Pan American on the other. Um, that's that's challenging. I, I I don't know, and and maybe maybe all this discussion is for naught when you know when when um, different legal battles come down and. Maybe college athletes are employees. You know, it's just the 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 landscape uh, couldn't be more unclear and rocky than it is right now. I'm so glad you brought back the uh, thoughts of the days of traveling to NJIT to Chicago State to Utah Valley to <laughs> U- UT Pan Am. Oh man, were those the glorious Great West for North Dakota? We can tell everybody how fun that was. So. That's a great place to end on. Tom, we'll uh, see you on the road next week in Brookings. Look forward to that, and I uh, look forward to our conversation next week as well. Appreciate the time. Have a great weekend. Enjoy your anniversary. Thanks. Always great to talk with you, Paul. We'll see you soon. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.